are the two important points. Uh, there's been blocks, and we've all been working on climate for bloody decades, you know, and, con- and concerned about it for decades and decades. So, um, and he talks about the, the blockages, and the blockages are state capture and our worship of neoliberalism. Um, and if we don't tackle those, they're the ones somehow we've got to tackle. Now, Vote Climate One, we say that the only way you're going to get any change is to change the government. While you've got the two parties, uh, the major parties in power, they've shown, whether it's Liberal or Labor, they've shown that they won't, um, they're not really going to do anything because they're captured uh, by corporate interests. Uh, and and uh, and the That's Rod Beeks, one of those behind Vote Climate One, and who will be a guest speaker or one of the guest speakers at the Saturday meeting, the Climate Emergency Meeting, stepping up together, be held in the Melbourne Town Hall at 1 p.m. or from 1 p.m. through to 4 o'clock. And I'm Robert McLean, your host of Climate Conversations. Welcome, it's so great to have you on board, and this is the latest episode. Climate Conversations is put together here in Shepparton, in northern Victoria, Australia, on the lands of the Yorta Yorta people. Yes, the stolen lands of the Yorta Yorta people, and I pay my respects to elders, past, present and emerging. Calling someone like Rod Bakes unannounced to be a guest on my podcast is a bit like a salesman making a cold call. He doesn't know who I am, what I'm calling for, or what I want from him. So after we overcome some of those differences, and I shouldn't call them that, it was just getting to know each other, we finally got on with the interview. It's a little chaotic at the start, but here we go. It was Mick 8 from Geelong's The Sustainable Hour who put me on to Rod Bakes, and so it's thanks to him that I was able to get on with this interview. So let's have a listen now to what Rod had to say when I talked to him just this morning, and this morning was Tuesday, September 5. I know Mick 8 reasonably well, and yesterday I spoke to Robert Patterson, who's organising the event on Saturday. Rod, are you coming down, Robert? Yeah, yeah I am. I'm, I'll be there on Saturday, so. Oh, fantastic! Um, and and what, what what did you want from me? Oh, I was just keen to get a few comments because I want to promote the event a bit. So. Oh, I see. Yeah. So if I, you're one of the, your list is one of the speakers, so. Uh, and Mick yeah. Eight said you'd be a good bloke to talk to. So. <laughs> mm. Well, I'm just sending out. I'll just say. I'm just sending out an email to people I've invited. Yeah. And I've thought, what am I going to write here? Um, so I said, I'll re- just quickly read it out to you. Okay. I'm, I'm sending this out to some of you who are in climate groups, asking you to finalise arrangements to send two representatives to the emergency meeting in the Melbourne Town Hall at one o'clock this Saturday. I've also included other friends and acquaintances asking you just to turn up. You can buy a ticket or not, we'll make room for you. Humanity is in deep trouble. Everything science has been telling us for decades has escalated since March 15. Uh, Details on our website, which I've got a link there to voteclimate1.org.au. We have a thing called Climate Sentinel News and and my colleague, Bill Hall, uh, who's an evolutionary biologist, blah, 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 he 
he came out with this stuff very quickly after March the 15th before it even got in the papers, you know, in the in the media. Um, or read this recent article by David Pratt. David Pratt Spratt put a um, put an article in the uh, the bulletin, and it's just come out. The meeting will bring us all together, bring us together to explore new directions and more effective action. We cannot sit idly by. That's what I wrote. Yeah, okay. Yes, I know, I know David Spratt not well, but I do know him. He's a nice bloke. Yeah, he's done a lot of work on this stuff, you know. He sure has. So what what do you think you'll be talking about on Saturday, Rod? Well, I'll be talking about uh, Vote Climate One. We've got a, what's called the traffic light voting system. Uh, and uh, I'll be explaining to people what they're out and, and um, as a, a, um, a means. Well, basically, we're very political, right? Mm-hmm. So when I say we're very political, um, when I have you read, have you seen that new book by Mark Diesendorf? Yes, I've, I've read that. Yeah, it's a good book. Did you hear what I was saying? Yeah, about, about Mark Diesendorf's new book, The Path to a Sustainable Civilization, yeah. which I've, I've just read. So. You've just read how oh, good. I, I'm still, I'm yeah. still plowing my way through it. Um, Okay. The point about it, to me, the point, the two important points, and that's why we've called this emergency meeting, are the two important points. Uh, there's been blocks, and we've all been working on climate for bloody decades, you know, and, con- mm, yeah. and concerned about it for decades and decades. So, um, and he talks about the, the blockages, and the blockages are state capture and our worship of neoliberalism. Um, and if we don't tackle those, they're the ones somehow we've got to tackle. Now, Vote Climate One, we say that the only way you're going to get any change is to change the government. While you've got the two parties, uh, the major parties in power, they've shown, whether it's Liberal or Labor, they've shown that they won't, um, they're not really going to do anything because they're captured uh, by corporate interests. Uh, and and uh, and neoliberalism. So, what are you got to do? Well, what we have to do is we have to try and get minority governments. So that, for instance, the Labor Party is sort of the the party of government now. The Liberals have shot themselves completely in the foot. So, what are we left with? So, what we want is teals or progressive independents, micro parties, and um, progressive minor parties like the Greens to hold the balance of power. And that is what our voting system tries to do. It tries to um, use the preferential voting. We don't say vote one Greens or vote one for an independent. We say vote for all the green light candidates before you vote for the orange and put the red light candidates last because they're a dangerous choice. And that means and you, you're gone. Sorry, Rod, you, you put out information about who are the green light candidates, who are the orange and who are the red, don't you? Yeah, well, we've done, we did the, we did the um, federal election and we do, and we've done every state election since and every by-election. So we do every election in Australia and put out that information for every seat. So where are you based, Rod? Oh, I live in, in uh, central Victoria here. 
Oh, that's right. You're in Darlesford or I somewhere mean, or uh, Castle Main. Or Kyneton, yeah. Kyneton, yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Lots of activity, lots of activity down that way. Um, well, I've got to say that this traffic light voting thing—that's how we changed our council quite a few years ago. Now um, we've changed the council, and they declared a climate emergency. Blah blah blah. Um, so we we used it for council elections, and then when the federal election came up, and everyone was worried about Morrison, etc. We decided to have a crack at it with that, so we did the federal election, um, and now uh, then we did the Victorian election, and we just finished the New South Wales election, and now we've actually started doing. Um, and the latest one is Warrandyte. If you go on our website, Robert, you can actually see what we've been doing. Yeah, I've done that, Rob. I'm there now. So right. I'm looking at your website now. Well, I haven't. Look, I'm flat out with this bloody thing. We should have taken Warrandyte down because that's mm. finished. And if you look on the, to- on the top toolbar, it says past elections. What will happen with Warrandyte? It'll go into past elections. And the next election, well, there could be a by-election come up. If a by-election comes up, we'll do our same traffic light uh, assessment. Um, it's supposed to be a tool. Well, we've got two things happening. One is this tool that if people do want to vote cl- for climate, this is not telling them who to vote for. This is telling them how to distribute their preferences. It doesn't even matter really whether they do a donkey vote. The main thing with their vote is that all their preferences go to green light candidates. That will get the strongest green light candidate in. And um, and if we can uh, pull, up, pull up a few, uh, like the Teals have been getting uh, the low-hanging fruit really with Liberal health seats. Um, if they take get, we need to. They need to take Labor seats so that Labor has to negotiate with the crossbench, like Julia Gillard did, or or the way the ACT the ACT works. The ACT's got the best climate policies of any jurisdiction in Australia. Why? It's a minority government, Greens and Labor. Mm-hmm. Until yeah. until we get a minority government, uh, you know, Labor will keep digging up coal. You know. Mm, yeah. So do you have any comment on our future, like humanity's future? Um, yeah. Are you prepared to say it or talk about yeah. it? Yeah. I'm going to just read a few lines from my speech on Saturday. War babies and baby boomers face an agonising irony. Unlike our parents who spent their childhood during the Great and then fought in a world war. Our lives have been blessed with free education, full employment and hedonistic freedom. Most of us have had it so damn good compared to our parents. The climate emergency is the horrible sting in the tail as we shuffle towards not just our own death, but the shameful legacy we leave to our children and grandchildren, the prospect of ecological collapse and the extinction of our species. No other generation has to face their finitude with the knowledge that we are passing on a desolate and perhaps unlivable future for those who come after us. We cannot sit idly by. While there is breath left in our bodies, we will strive to negate the apocalypse. We must help where we can. This is the mantra of the old codgers at Vote Climate One. (laughs) Yeah, I really like that, Rod, thanks. Well, it's sort of like... what. 
for me personally, how do we know? Like, you don't really, it looks like we're completely buggered. Mm. But if you work on that, um, you'll just give up. If you give up, it definitely, we definitely will be buggered. Yeah, yeah, I agree. We can't afford to give up. Okay, I always take that bloody analogy of the Titanic. I don't know. I, and I haven't seen any of the recent films, but it, you know, they were they were playing Rule Britannia, uh, the band, and they're playing Rule Britannia as the bloody water comes down their bloody trombones and their trumpets, like they're about mm. to die. And they keep playing Rule Britannia um, just because we it looks like it's hopeless or whatever uh, doesn't mean we shouldn't do everything we can um, to um, behave with some moral, um, what? Decency, yeah. Resilience mm. or something. So that you ask yeah. me what I think. I, I, I know what you think. I know what you think now, Rod. Yeah. I think I'm a pessimist, actually. I, but I, I don't. I, you would have seen just collapse that, that website. Mm. I don't go along. They're saying, "Oh, well, we're buggered, so let's make sure." A bit like the the, the playing rule Britannia. Um, I I don't think. Uh, yeah, I don't agree with that. I think we've got to at least try and do stuff. And that's what this meeting's about, really. This meeting is saying it's trying to work out because a lot of people are concerned about they work on it on the level of tactics. Tactics is not strategy. And 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 the strategy needs to take into account what's what what is behind it all. Like while while state captures there, it won't matter what you do. Because the government's captured by fossil fuels, so mm-hmm. somehow you've got to break that. How do you do it? Well, well, the way we're saying one way of doing it, like if there were a million people took to the street, or not a million, say five hundred thousand people took to the street every Saturday in Melbourne, saying to do something about climate, and Sydney, and every something would be done. Uh, you could break that thing. But how do you wake everyone up? So what what are you left with? Mm. You're left with the idea that you'll... That's why we're going for this idea of minority government because we think that's mm. the quickest way. If everyone... We've been trying to wake everyone... You've seen the film, Don't Look Up, and that's what everyone's mm. doing. They don't want to... Does anyone want to look up? They don't want to look up. You, you know that. Mm. You, yeah. Rod, that's been really interesting to talk with you. I appreciate that. But I'll <laughs> see you on Saturday. Right. You've, you've probably heard most of what I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you on Saturday anyway, and I look forward to hearing what you have to say. <laughs> okay, Robert. Thanks a so lot. Th- thanks for helping me. Thank you. Well, not I'll thank, be, I'll, thank you for the work you're doing with climate, no, for know, God's I'm sake. I'm not doing much. I'm not doing no, much. I'm no, doing a little bit, but not much. Doing, what, is it, what did I say in that thing? I said, we cannot sit. Idly by. Idly by. I said, we must help where we can. Yeah, do what we can from where we are. That can be anything. That can be a conversation. That can be anything. So I'm Mm. thanking you, all right? (laughs) 
Yep. Thanks, Rob. <laughs> I'll see you on Saturday anyway. I okay. look forward to that. Thanks a lot, Robin. Okay. Yeah, bye. Bye. Before I go, I'll give you a quote from the Vote Climate One website. And it's by evolutionary biologist and Vote Climate One committee member, William P. Hall. He says, We need to treat the climate emergency as a global war we are on track to lose unless we can focus our efforts on the only task that matters, reversing global warming. If we fail here, no other tasks matter. Our species will soon end up extinct, no matter how we arrange the deck chairs on the burning ship. Yes, thanks, Rod. I look forward to meeting you on Saturday. Yes, we've reached the end of this episode of Climate Conversations. Thanks so much for your company. It's been great to have you along. Now, we have just a few other things. If you enjoyed this episode, and I sincerely hope you did, please feel free to share it with your friends. And I urge you to share it with your friends because we all need to know all we possibly can about the climate crisis. Also, please follow this podcast because if you do that, you'll be alerted every time I publish a new episode. Also, I'm keen to know what you think about this podcast, so please email me at number 7 at iCloud.com. Don't hold back. Tell me what you think, good or bad. And so, until we talk again, please take care, stay safe, and please be kind. For everyone you meet is fighting a great battle. So take care.